0: Aloha, brothers and sisters. This is your brother Mike Diller coming at you live and direct from Honolulu, Hawaii. Welcome to Fully Submitted with brother Mike. So right now, it's 422 in the afternoon. I'm sitting in my car outside Uncle's New York Pizza and Deli. About to get some amazing pizza. Best pizza in the state of Hawaii. It's like they literally took a New York deli. Carried it by plane and then dropped it off here in Wahiwa, Hawaii. But that's not why I came on at 4.23 in the afternoon. Y'all know how I do it. This is a live and dynamic podcast. Wherever it comes up, that's why I'm putting it down, right? Wherever I get it, that's why I spit it. So let's hit it. Currently, I don't even have a title for this. I was just heated. I was watching a uh, a sermon from Paul Washer who is a solid man of God. And one of the things he was talking about is how, you know, people say that they're Christians, but, wait, let me back up, because I didn't even pray. I'm not even sure this is going to go out as a podcast. It might. It might. The message is coming up. I'm heated. But uh, let's pray first. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ. Father God, thank you for sending your son Jesus to die for us God thank you for having mercy on us because we're sinful creatures God even on our best day we're sinful and wicked people outside of the grace of your son Jesus so father thank you so much for having mercy on us there's no way we could have bought salvation there's no way we could have earned it there's there's no nothing we're no way God no way we just couldn't do it so Thank you so much for having mercy on us because the debt was too great for us to pay. We're not holy in and of ourselves. We're not righteous in and of ourselves. And there's just no way to get to the Father without going through the Son. So Father, I pray for my brothers and sisters that are listening to this message. And Father, I pray for all of us, including myself, For clarity, God, for understanding, God, the gospel is a very simple message, God. I do pray that for any of us that have it twisted, any of us that have somehow polluted it and made it complicated, God, and, you know, we've turned it into this worldly thing where it's okay and we could do anything we want to and there's not going to be repercussions, God have mercy on our souls convict us holy spirit help us to repent and live by the truth and speak the truth father i ask these things in the name of jesus i pray you give me the grace to deliver this message it just you know you know how it's affecting me and i just i just wanted to to i just want to put this out there for my brothers and sisters just to encourage them so i do ask that you would give me the anointing and you would bless my words father And you would lead me and guide me, Holy Spirit, in what to say. I ask these things in the name of Jesus. So, a lot of people, if you follow my podcast for any amount of time, then you already know. I constantly talk about, you know, just because somebody says they're Christian doesn't mean they're Christians. There's many people that say they're Christians, but they're not really Christians. How can you tell? The Bible says you'll know them by their fruit. So you can clearly tell if somebody's a Christian, ain't going to be no undercover Christian, right? A Christian is bold. A Christian lives countercultural, right? They don't live like everybody else. They're not going to be out doing all of the same stuff that the world does. If, if it's a guy, they're not going to be out there, you know, sleeping around with women and, you know, doing all types of macho stuff, crazies. They're not going to be doing that. If it's a, if it's a woman, she's not going to be... Dressed in a way so that her body parts are hanging out and, you know, enticing men with lust and everything. Just not going to be doing that. God's people, the Bible says, are a peculiar people. They've always been a peculiar people. They've always been different. God's people are different. We're not like everybody else. We don't do things the way everybody else does things. We do things the way that our God tells us. We do things the way the Holy Bible instructs us to do it, right? We don't do it like everybody else does. So, you know, if people can't tell that you're a Christian and you look just like, uh, you know, somebody else in the world, there's a problem. You know, something that Paul Washer said, and don't quote me on this because I, I didn't, I, I didn't get it exactly, but I got the gist of it. And what he was saying is, like, listen, if you're a real Christian. You know, you should not be desiring to be like Britney Spears or like, you know, some of these 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 pop singers. Right. You shouldn't be desiring to be just like them. You shouldn't be patterning yourself or modeling yourself after these people that clearly lets you It should let you know that, hey, you're not a Christian. Right. Your focus is not on Jesus. Your focus is not in becoming more and more like Jesus being transformed by the washing of the word, by the renewing of your mind every day. If that's if that's not the focus, then, you know, you need to ask yourself, like, are are you a Christian? I always talk about this. First, John tells that as Christians, we are to examine ourselves you you're supposed to examine yourself and and ask if you're even a Christian. Right? Are you even a Christian? Hold on, I'm going to I'm going to pull this up right here cuz I know of course there needs to be scripture. I'm saying a lot of scripture, but you know, I'm not giving you the scripture for it. So, let's see. First John 1, let me just pull this bad boy up right quick. First John, bear with me, bear with me. You know I'm in the car sitting outside waiting for my pizza. Come on now. But that's okay. (laughs) Let me see, let me see. Uh, Please bear with me. Where is this? Where is this? First John one okay, first John let's back it up back it up mm-hmm. uh, hold on hold on hold on y'all gotta bear with me. I'm so sorry. I don't have this with me. let me see I'm I'm literally reading through first John verse by verse until I find it, okay? Please bear with me. All right. So here First John 2. Right? First John 2. Let me see what is this. Verse Verse 4. 4. Whoever says I know him but does not keep his commandments is a liar. And the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his word in him, truly, the love of God is perfected by this. We may know that we are in him. Whoever says he abides in him ought to walk in the same way in which he walked. So there it is right there. Right. If you're patterning yourself after these superstars, it could be a superstar pastor. You know, somebody like T.D. Jakes or something like that, who's, you know, chilling with Oprah and these other people or or Joel Osteen or somebody like that, you know, who changes the word of God to make it more palatable for people. You know, Jesus never did that. The apostles never did that. The disciples didn't do that. The prophets didn't do that. They said what they said. Whether they was going to get tossed to the lions, thrown into the fiery pit, off with your head, whatever. You know? And look, we're not even facing the same type of thing. And calling ourselves Christians, right? I'm not lambasting you, brothers and sisters. I'm just saying I want to put things in perspective, right? Currently... If you tell somebody you're a Christian, currently, you tell somebody about the word of God, you talk to somebody about God's views on homosexuality or or abortion or marriage or whatever is a hot topic right now, and people don't like you, okay, they don't like you. They're going to talk about you on social media. They're probably going to call you a hater. That's it. That's it. You know, it's like the scripture that talks. Of, I mean, you can't even deal with that. It's like the scripture that talks about, you know, you, basically you're talking about dealing with the rider. You can't even deal with the horse. <laughs> you can't even deal with the horse. He's riding on not not alone. The, the person that's riding the horse, you know, you can't even take that little bit of heat. And Christians are scared. A lot of Christians are scared. They don't want to say things. They don't want people to be mad at them. Oh, they're scared they're going to get sued. They're scared they're going to go, you know, in jail or whatever. Or get accused of a hate crime. But it is what it is. If God gives you the opportunity to speak, pray for wisdom. Okay? And then speak as the Spirit leads you. But we're not going to shy away from speaking the gospel because it's not popular with people right now okay we're we're not going to do that right tell you know there was an old phrase that said tell the truth and shame the devil right tell the truth and shame the devil don't worry about people liking you or not okay that's that's so not relevant What we need to do is think about the big picture. Hey, what is the Lord going to think about you? Right? When the Lord looks at you, does he think, hey, here's my good and faithful servant. You know, here's my good and faithful son. Here's my good and faithful daughter. Right? I know that they're going to say my word. Or does he look at you like, you know, I love this child, but, you know, They they don't stand for me. You know, they're wishy-washy. They're compromised. You know, what would Jesus say to you? Jesus was, when he was here walking on earth, Jesus said some some things to people that really, those people really got mad. Most of them really got mad, right? If their hearts were in the wrong place and they weren't of God. Then when the the word of God came to them and, and cut their hearts, they got mad. But for the people that, you know, they had a heart for God. They were humble. When Jesus spoke to them, they didn't get mad. They were cut to the heart. They, 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 they were convicted. They repented. Totally opposite things. The same person was speaking, but based on the heart that it found. Right. The actions were different. The attitude was different. The anger was different. And you can always tell when somebody, you know, if somebody is not loving God, if they don't have a heart for God, when the word of God comes, what's going to come up? Right? Attitude, <laughs> anger, right? They're going to take angry actions, right? They they they're not going to be uh they're not going to be humble about it. They're going to be angry about it. Very angry and nothing has changed. So we have a whole bunch of people walking around in this planet, basically saying how God is and how God should be and passing judgment on on the most high God that made all creation. And, and he's so merciful, you know, he did send his son. He did send a way for everybody to get free, but they don't want that. People want to do what they want to do. And you have to make sure, brothers and sisters, you don't get caught up in none of this foolishness. Don't get caught up in this. Don't be looking around at everybody else and, well, they're getting ahead and, you know, they're doing this. Man, who cares about that stuff? Because at the end of the day, you have to face God. At the end of the day, the Lord's going to judge you. And when you come before the Lord for judgment, we all going to come before him. What's going to happen? Is he going to say those nine words like, Away from me, you evildoer. I never knew you. Nine words. I never knew you. Don't let that happen to you. Don't be fooled. Okay? Don't be fooled. Take time with the Lord. Get in the Bible. Study and pray. Quiet yourself. These churches... With the the and most of them are called Christian sinners are not even basically called churches anymore, but the 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 praise and the worship, it's like a rock and roll party, it's like a concert in there. Strobe lights and all types of stuff. Everybody's a daggone superstar, right? If you're in a church like that, I highly encourage you, you need to back out of that church. You'd be better off being at home by yourself in your prayer closet with Holy Spirit and the Bible. And being quiet before God. Quiet down. I know that this podcast is kind of all over the place today. Like I said, I heard some things and I was heated. And I said, you know what? I started making a little voice recording just for myself to vent. And I'm like, you know what? Lord, I need, I need to put this out. Like, please help me. Please help me. All right. And we're coming to a close now. I mean, I said what needed to be said. And my pizza is probably done by now. Just saying. <laughs> right. Listen. God's people are a peculiar people. Right. God's people are a peculiar people. And whoever says going back to first John two verse four. Whoever says I know him, but does not keep his commandments is a liar and the truth is not in him but whoever keeps his word in him truly the love of god is perfected by this we may know that we are in him whoever says he abides in him ought to walk in the same way in which he walked please 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 (laughs) okay Wait, there's more. I'm not done yet. First John two, verse 15. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the father is not in him is point blank. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride of life is not from the father, but it's from the world and the world is passing away. Along with his desires. But whoever does the will of God. Abides forever. It's right there. It's right there. Okay. Don't try and make a new gospel. Don't try to make a new Bible. Don't try to make the Bible. Something that is not. So it fits the sin that you're doing. If this applies to you. It may not. This may not apply to you. But it's still encouragement. Just to remind you. Ah, stick with the Lord, stick with the Lord, it will be the only thing that saves you, the Lord told me that in a dream several years ago, probably like 15 years ago, I was terrified in that dream, I couldn't see who was in the dream, but I felt the presence, and then it started speaking to me in the dream, and that's what it told me, it said stick with the Lord, it will be the only thing that will save you, and let me tell you, That has been so true. The Lord has been the only thing that has saved me. You have to think about this. People are people. We're going to veer off and do stuff like sheep from time to time, even without the devil. It's just the nature of people sometimes. But then you got all of these traps. So between, you know, our own foolishness and stupidity and sinfulness, then you have the traps that the devil has laid for you. What are you going to do without the Lord? You ain't going to make it. You're not going to make it. I wouldn't have made it if it wasn't for the Lord. Right. And and, and that's what I'm going to say. In closing. Right. Stick with the Lord. It will be the only thing that saves you. Here's the verse to back that up. First John 2 verse. 28. And now little children. Abide in him so that when he appears, we may have confidence and not shrink from him in shame at his coming. If you know that he is righteous, you may be sure that everyone who practices righteousness has been born of him, abide in him. In other words, stick with the Lord, stay with the Lord, stay in the Lord, study, 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 worship the Lord be before him seek his will fast and pray sing spiritual songs and hymns like the bible says it tells you what to do brothers and sisters now is not the time to be playing now is not the time to be emulating the world now is not the time now is the time To draw nigh unto the Lord. Now is the time to begin seeking him like never before. Now is the time to put down the tablets. Now is the time to put down the social media. Now is the time to put down that phone. Turn off that TV. Open up the Bible. Open up the Bible. You know what I do? And we're coming to a close here. I know that the Lord doesn't have a problem with me watching TV. I know that good and well. I also know, you know, sometimes I'm going to sit up and I'm going to binge watch shows on Netflix or Hulu or whatever streaming platform I want to watch at the time. But what I'll do, what I learned is this. You know, I used to just watch it all. I might watch like binge for seven or eight hours. Yeah, yeah, I did. I I did, right? But then I started feeling convicted because I'm like, wait a minute. How much time did I spend with the Lord today? And, and it might've been something like five minutes, 10 minutes. And I did a little check off the box and I felt good about myself. I felt good about myself. Cause like, well, I did read a scripture today. That's good, right? That's good. Uh, No, nah, that's not good. That's not good. Because what was being pumped inside of my spirit for seven or eight hours what's in this media right you go down the rabbit hole on social media you're watching it zoning out for two and three hours y'all know how it is i'm not fronting i've done it before too right but my point is this you have to make sure that you're feeding your spirit The word of God. You have to make sure that you're spending time in the Lord's presence to get your mind renewed. When you come to God, it's not like God needs you to come to him. It's not like you're refreshing the Lord or anything like that. But the amazing thing is, when we come to him, we get refreshed. Uh, uh, Yesterday, I mean, I, I, I took my time in the morning. I spent time with the Lord. I worship him and all that stuff. But throughout the day, I was just busy running around running around doing stuff, nighttime came, me and my wife, you know, we're like, okay, hey, we're gonna watch a movie. She went upstairs to do some stuff. And I said, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna take time and I'm gonna worship the Lord. While you up there doing that? I'm gonna take time and worship. Oh, I was so blessed to worship the Lord. I got so refreshed and so happy and so renewed. And I just, I just had all of this energy, right? I didn't have before. Where did I get that from? Spending time in his presence. I wasn't asking him for nothing. I wasn't asking him for money. I wasn't asking him to bless me, bless me. You know, there's times for that. But that's not what that was about. That was about me missing him. I missed God. I really missed him. And when you're coming from your heart like that, when you cry out from your heart, you get a whole totally different result. Right? Take time To check yourself, how much time have you been spending with the Lord? Just do a quick comparison. How much time have you spent on media? Whether it's your phone, TV, whatever. How much Netflix, you know what I'm saying? Like, how many hours did you put into that? Now, how many hours did you put in with the Lord today? And see, People want to get blessed, and they want miracles, and they want a word from God, and they they want all these things, but they're not willing to take the time and put that into their relationship. Think about this, and now we really are coming to a close. If you're in a relationship with somebody, you're dating somebody. I've said this before in the past. You're dating somebody. Men, you're trying to pursue this beautiful woman, and you don't spend no time with her day in, day out, you put in five minutes with her, 10 minutes with her, come on now, after a month, y'all wouldn't be in a relationship anymore. But what what happens after somehow, somehow, you were in a relationship with somebody for five years, 10 years, let's say y'all were married but very estranged and you only talked to her for like five, 10 minutes, but you hanging out with all other types of women or women, you hanging out with all the types of men, you know what I'm saying, like, That doesn't make sense You wouldn't expect that person to be close to you You wouldn't expect to get all types of Special treatment and favors from that person Because you don't ever put time in with them It clearly says They're not important to you Your actions clearly denote and say You don't really love that person as much as you say you do So If you look at your life you look at how much time you are spending everywhere else Right And you ain't spending no time with the Lord Or you're doing a little check mark on the box like I did I read two scriptures At 530 in the morning I'm good Come on now You already know You already know I ain't telling you nothing I didn't go through So be encouraged, brothers and sisters. We have a wonderful God who loves us so much. There's so much that we can get from God, not even just asking him stuff. If you just go to him because you love him, you just go to him because your heart is crying out, because you miss him, watch what he does. Watch what he blesses you with. Watch how your relationship changes with the Lord. You will be blown away. Again, I'm not telling you, don't ask him for things because he tells you to bring your petitions to him. But what I am saying is this, it's a hard thing, okay? You love him, spend time with him. It's gonna be worth it, right? It will be the only thing that saves you. And on that note, always remember, submit yourselves unto God first, then resist the devil and he will flee from you. Until next time, aloha and be blessed.